Hello, welcome to 21st Century Bonzes Podcast. My name is Sammy Zhu, your host. Do you want to know about your future? Everyone wants to know about future. Even non-religious people want to know about their future. So that's why they go to uh, fortune tellers to know about their future marriage, future jobs, and future relationships and whatnot. Now, if you have an enemy, then probably you want to know your enemy's fate or enemy's future as well. Now, it may sound very selfish, but let's just face it. You know, if we have an enemy, you want to have, you want to see that your enemy's future or fate would be worse or bad than yours. And you want your future, your fate would be good in the future. Now, who is the ultimate enemy of us all? It is Satan, devil. What is his ultimate fate? And what is our ultimate fate as believers? Now, when you watch movies uh, made by, you know, uh, mainstream Hollywood business, then you might think like the Satan looks so powerful and has it has the uh, uh, supernatural power. So you might think like he uh, he is going to he's going to control over all the world and he's going to control over so many people and uh, people's heart people's uh, fate would be uh, definitely worse than anything else. However, we were gonna look at the real fate, ultimate fate of Satan. And then ultimate fate of the saints, the believers, from the Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 through 4. So let's turn our attention to God's word. Let's go to his word together. It says, Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, holding the key of the abyss and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold of the dragon, the serpent of old, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. And he threw him into the abyss and shut it and shielded over him so that he would not become, he would not deceive the nations any longer until the thousand years were completed. After these things, he must be released for a short time. Then I saw thrones and they sat on them and judgment was given to them. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony of Jesus and because of the word of God. And those who had not worshiped the beast or his name or his image and had not re- uh, received received the mark on their forehead and on their hand. They came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. Amen. There are two points I want to make from this passage. The first one is fate of Satan. The second one is fate of saints. Let's look at one by one. Let's go back to the verse one. It says, Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, holding the key of the abyss and a great chain in his hand. So it's not Satan holding the key or the chain of abyss, but it, it's angel holding the key. And then verse 2 says, And he laid of, he, he laid hold of the dragon. Who is the dragon? Serpent of old. Who is the devil and Satan? Now, important thing is this. Who is he? He is here, is angel. The angel is laying hold of who? Satan. Now, let's just stop here for a moment. Who is stronger here? Now, the stronger ones is holding, uh, laying hold of the weak one. Who is the strong? Who was the one who is holding the of, uh, the laying hold of the uh, Satan? It was the angel. So, who is the stronger? Angel is stronger than Satan. Not the other way around. Let's go back to today's passage again. It says. Bound him, bound who? Bound Satan for a thousand years. Wow. 
Now, this is a long time. Thousand years is a long time. Now, probably very strong physically, you can uh, lay hold of someone who is a little bit uh, weaker than you, maybe for about a, a week, week or month. But you never know because your friend may uh, do the workout and he may become stronger after one month or two months. So maybe uh, the game will be changed as that um, your friend might lay hold of you. Uh, so you have to be very, uh, in, you might be in the very intense mode. That's what, that's what happens in the world as well. Even if there's a you know, war in, between two countries and uh, another one country, the stronger will defeat the uh, weaker one. But the weaker one will not be uh, weak forever. The weaker one can be stronger next time so that the weaker one can turn things upside down and the weaker one can uh, lay hold of the, uh, the previous one. However, here, what's happening is his, that uh, angel is laying hold of Satan. For how long? Not for a week, not for a month, but for a thousand years. That really shows a long time. Now, Roman Empire exists almost 1,000 years. And uh, it is historically very, very uh, famous that because of the power, because of the influence. But how much more here in the heavenly realm? The angel is controlling over the Satan over, uh, during, uh, for that long time. It shows the ultimate victory over Satan. Now, look at this. The angel is not God. Angels are just a servant of God. How much, more, how much more powerful God is. But even angels can subdue. Even angels can defeat and control over Satan. So that shows who definitely is stronger. God is stronger than evil. Even angels are stronger than Satan. So it is very different from how the movies are portraying about devil and Satan. We have to know the truth that God is stronger than Satan. Let's go back to today's passage again. What is his fate? What is uh, Satan's fate? It says in verse 3, And he, angel, threw him, Satan, into the abyss and shut it and sealed it over him so that he would not be he would not deceive the nations any longer until the thousand years were completed okay so what does it what does it really say that uh, not only the angel is uh, laying hold of dragon for a thousand years but he's going to uh, throw through him throw him into the abyss and seal it and shut it so this uh, satan cannot come out of it Okay, so this is really showing that how uh, what the, the fate of Satan. Satan is going to be in that prison for th- uh, one thousand years. While he is in the prison, he will not be able to deceive the nations. What does that mean? The main work, main job of Satan is deception, deceiving people, deceiving the nations. John chapter eight verse forty-four says Satan is the father of lie. That is his main work. Now, you might think that Satan is trying to physically attack us, and he can do that, but his main focus is really deception. It starts from Genesis. Genesis chapter 3, we see that Satan came to Adam and Eve, and, you know, Adam and Eve were supposed not, they were not supposed to eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. However, Satan deceived them, so, you know, they ate from the tree, and then the history goes on. Now, there are so many deceptions around us. Now, how dangerous the deception is, 
if Satan comes to you with a, you know, big horns and with a devilish voice, and you probably will not listen to him at all because it's scary and you don't like that. But Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. And he's going to speak to you all the good things, all the wonderful things that you want. Satan definitely knows what you want. And he's trying to attract you. And, but the problem is he's actually deceiving you. So you have to be discerning what, what Satan is doing. Satan's main job, again, remember, is deceiving people. But when Satan is in prison for a thousand years, he will not be able to do that. That means for a thousand years, there will be nobody will be deceived by Satan anymore. The truth and the righteousness will be uh, filled, filling up the earth and then so that no one will be deceived because Satan's fate is very clear here. But interesting things are happening. So let's go back to today's passage. It says, And after these things, he... Satan must be, so this is not optional, it's kind of, it's, it will happen. It says, must be released for a short time. So it's almost like a dog that you are leashing the dog, but when you are leashing the dog, then the dog is in your control. But when you unleash the dog, then dog is not your control. Of course, there, there are good dogs, then they still listen to you. But there are bad dogs, then they will just kind of go around. And, you know, you know, that dog can bark at people and even bite people. It will be uncontrollable. So this will be kind of the same thing. If Satan is like a bad dog, then Satan will be released. And he's, he may try, he will try at his best to deceive as many people as possible. But the good news is this. For how long? For a thousand years or two thousand years? No. It says for a short time. We don't know how short that would be. It could be a one year or maybe two months. We don't know. But it has the expiration date and it's not going to be long. So we have to know and be prepared for this as well. The Satan is going to be released, but it will be a short time. But after that, the rest of the passage in chapter 20, it talks about the Satan will be ultimately thrown into hell and suffer forever there. So that is Satan's future. And Satan definitely knows about it. And he's going to try everything to deceive people so that he can drag more people to hell to go with him. So let's, let's know about that fate. Now, let's move into the next point, which is our fate, believer's fate, the fate of the saints. Let's go to verse 4. It says, Then I saw the thrones, and they sat on them, and judgment was given to them. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony of Jesus and because of the word of God. So we see the future of of the saints right here, we see that uh, the first one, they were beheaded for Jesus. And then second one, those who had not worshipped, no worship for the beast, and had not received no mark of the beast. Okay, no mark of the beast on their forehead, on their hand. So what does that mean? These saints are the dedicated ones. They are beheaded. They are martyred. They are killed. For what? Not for their own uh, capital crime or capital punishment, but for their faith in Christ Jesus. They were just simply sharing the gospel of Jesus. And then people hated them so that these um, saints were beheaded. They were killed. 
And also, they did not bow down to the beast, and they did not receive the mark of the beast. So they were worshiping God alone. They bowed down to God alone, and also they did not receive this mark. Now, if you remember, uh, the mark of the beast is the ticket to buy and sell. Now, if you cannot buy or if you cannot sell, what happens? You may become very poor, and you may not make. Uh, you may not be able to make ends to meet. So that would be very devastating. It would be very difficult time. However, they still depend on the Lord. They follow the Lord, no matter how situation would be, uh, no matter how difficult the situation would be. So we see the dedicated people, the saints. Now, we might think that saints are the ones who are going to church um, and they worship once a week, and, but the problem is they uh, Monday through Saturday, they look like the devil. That is not the saint. The saints are the dedicated ones. They are true born-again Christians who follow Jesus no matter what. Okay, But when you just stop right here, you might think like, you know, the fate of Christians are not really good because, you know, they will be beheaded, they will have suffer, they may not be able to sell or buy, and, you know, they will be hated by people. So who wants to sign up for being, uh, being beheaded? Nobody would want to sign up for that. Nobody wants to die. However, we need to know the ultimate fate of the saints. Let's go back to today's passage. Because it says, And they come to life. They come to life and reign with Christ. Reign with Christ for how long? A thousand years. Amen. This is the ultimate fate of the saints. They are going to have a life. They are going to reign with Christ Jesus. What does that tell you? They will have eternal life with Christ Jesus. Not just that. They are going to rule over all the world with Christ Jesus. Now, if you believe in Jesus Christ, you have the eternal life. And you will live forever with Christ Jesus. The last last week, and as we are learning from Revelation chapter 19, it talks about the, uh, the wedding in heaven. So you are going to be married to Christ Jesus, and you are going to live with Him. That shows His love for you. But not just that, you are going to join the King of kings and Lord of lords, who is the ruler of all universe and all creation. His name is Jesus Christ, and you are going to reign with Him. That shows the power, the presence of God and power of God. And God is sharing that ruling uh, position with you. How wonderful and how honorable that is. But imagine this. How long? Are you going to do that? Now, even if it's just the two hours or three hours, like reigning with Christ Jesus over all the world, that will be amazing and fantastic. But the Bible says today's passage, verse 4 says, you are going to reign with Christ Jesus for thousand years. Thousand years. Wow. That is a, so much of an amazing, amazing fate. Now, so how should we live with this? Number one, we need to, we should not be afraid of Satan. Now, Satan may look very powerful at this moment. However, we learned Satan's fate. An angel is getting hold of, laying hold of Satan. And Satan is under his authority, his power. So we don't have to worry about it. He's like a leashed dog. Even the leashed dog can bark at you and he might threaten you but it is leashed. 
So do not worry about it. But even if it's unleashed, but it will be a short time, God is in still control. What you need to do is to immerse yourself with the word and prayer. So even if he, even if the devil is uh, unleashed and try to attack you, try to uh, deceive you, if you are guarded by the Lord Christ Jesus through his word, and if you are waking up through prayer, then you will not be deceived. So always be discerning and always wake up spiritually. And then second, know about your faith. If you are a Christian, then your faith is amazing. That um, you will have life and you will reign with Christ Jesus forever. Now, if you are not a Christian, then your faith would be same as Satan. Because those who do not follow Christ Jesus will be thrown into hell forever and will be uh, tormented and will suffer forever with hell, with uh, Satan. Now, which one is better? Let me ask you this question. Which one is better? That you enjoy everything, your luxuries and gold and silver and good health and everything in the world. And after that, you go to hell or you might be uh, suffering because of Christ Jesus. You might lose your loved ones and your um, you know, properties for the, Christ, for the sake of Christ Jesus. But at the end, at, uh, forever, you will have an eternal life and you will reign with Christ Jesus for a thousand years. Which one is better? Satan or Christ Jesus? Of course, the answer is so clear. Christ Jesus is the answer. Now, suffering in the world is temporary, but the life and reigning with Christ Jesus is eternity. Whereas Satan's luxury is temporary, but his imprisonment and his throwing into hell um, and uh, suffering in hell will be eternity. So choose Christ Jesus. Come to Jesus. Believe that Jesus died for your sin and he rose from the dead. You are a sinner. We are all sinners, but Christ paid the penalty for you. So come to Jesus. Believe on Him. Repent your sin. Turn away from your sin and turn to Jesus and follow Him. That is the only way that you will have life. And that is the only way that you can reign with Christ Jesus. Now, if you are a Christian, do not worry about your life right now. It's 2 Timothy 3.12 clearly says, If you choose to live godly, then you will be persecuted. That means if you follow Jesus, you will be persecuted. Your life will not be easy. You know, beheading, be, being beheaded is not a fun thing. It's a very, very difficult time. However, your future is clear that you will have eternal life and you will reign with Christ Jesus for a thousand years. So stick with Jesus and have this hope in your heart. Your faith is amazing in Christ Jesus. So fix your eyes on Christ Jesus. Do not lose your hope and move forward in Christ Jesus. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this fate. Father, we have learned what Satan's fate is so that we don't have to be afraid of him. But Father, help us to stick with you all the way through. Help us to persevere in our life because you have given us this wonderful fate that we will have eternal life with you and that we will reign with you uh, forever. So Father, please lead us and guide us to uh, stay in this hope and to live with this um, expectation to be with you forever. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' holy name, I pray. Amen.